So welcome to release. Yeah. This is our mini-sode, our third mini-sode. Yeah, Goldie Who and Melanie What. <laughs> yeah, so if you listened to our last uh, proper episode, I mistook, I thought Goldie Hawn, no, I thought Melanie Griffith was in uh, First Wives Club, a movie I've seen at least 30 times. And that's Goldie Hawn. Iconically, yeah. Goldie Hawn. Mild transgression, but nonetheless, like, great fodder for a mini-sode. Yeah, I was excited when you suggested it, because, to be honest, they do have a lot of similarities. I don't totally, like, that was a dummy comment, but they have a similar kitschy, blonde, wide-eyed, cutie vibe. Both of them. Yeah, for sure. And I tried to go out. They're friends? They're friends. So they're 10 years. Goldie Hawn is 10 years older than Melanie Griffith. Uh, But yeah, they're like totally friends. If you Google them, they like have been spotted out to dinner and things like that. I literally was locking my door thinking to myself, I bet you they're friends. But Goldie Hawn is older, but they've definitely done shots together. Oh, for sure. Totally speculated, but I was right. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, I'm kind of like a Hollywood psychic. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can just, like, catch vibes, because certainly, like, everyone in Hollywood meets. Like, there's no way they wouldn't have met. It's just a matter of whether they would, like, connect. Yeah, like, whether or not they vibed. And, like, of course, they would connect. Yeah. One thing I didn't look up is if, because I had speculated that when Melanie Griffith came around, they must have said, oh, she's like Goldie Hawn or like she's whatever. And I didn't look that up, so I don't actually know. I feel like no. I feel like they, I feel like because her mother is so famous, Tippi Hedren, that they probably were trying to compare them, those two, mother, daughter. Yeah. She was in... Ah, Tippi Hedren had, like, a thing for lions. So there's, like, all those photos of, like, a young Melanie Griffith with the lions, right? Yeah. So it's, like, the world knew who she was, I guess. They knew who she was, and they knew who the lions were. Sure. All because of her mother. But it is, like, um, the trajectory is... Let me get this right. It was... It was something wild and then working girl, but there was something before that. Was it body double? Yes. I, I watched know. body double. So so she was in body double, but it, she's not the main character. Okay. And then then she was in something wild, which is what prompted me even misidentifying Goldie Hawn and Melanie Griffith. Right. Because I watched something wild with Jeff Daniels, which is amazing. That was next. And then that got her working girl which was like huge that was huge like, gigantic her. yeah that was like here comes megabucks melanie yeah and by megabucks i mean like she became like famous famous yeah yeah and then from there she had like critical success sometimes and not other times like it was kind of back and forth and back and forth yeah i i have seen working girl i really like working girl i think sigourney weaver is really funny in working girl I don't, I don't know if you yeah. remember that, but it's really interesting that Sigourney Weaver would play 
a comedic role and like totally pull it off. Yeah, um, she's great. And so I know Working Girl. I I didn't really get to bone up on my Melanie Griffith. I only remembered today that she was in Cecil B. Demented. And I watched a couple. Oh, of I just clips. watched it. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I watched that a couple of weird. clips. Yeah, it was weird. I actually saw that on a date in Chicago because huh. it came out. Um, Two thousand. Yeah, released August eleventh. Limited release in two thousand. Uh, so it's like we just missed its twenty-first birthday. But yeah, that was a weird John Waters trying to relate to things that he just didn't understand, you know, like making K, like making jokes about being stuck in K holes. But it's like, I seriously (laughs) doubt that John Waters has been stuck in a K hole. So it like didn't really work. I wonder. I think he just wanted to do a Patty Hearst sort yeah, of story absolutely. movie and then he yeah. tried to like fit a bunch of shit into it and like making poking fun at like a, the elitist film cinema world or right. whatever mm-hmm. good film yeah which is in theory funny and like i love steven dorf and michael shannon's in it and melanie griffith looking great yeah but it's weird as hell yeah, being a bitch. It's not a su- the most successful John Waters film. Not at all. For sure. <laughs> For sure. So I wanted to... So what did you watch? Okay, so this is what I watched. I watched most of, and still need to see the end, of Deceived, starring Goldie Hawn and John Hurd. Deceived. So I I wanted to go outside of the box, you know, I was like, what? Okay. So I watched that and then I really wanted to watch Bonfire of the Vanities, but which has Melanie Griffith Mm. in it. And, but I ran out of time, but I did have it on and didn't realize that it's directed by Brian De Palma and didn't even get to get far enough in to even get to Melanie, but Kim Cattrall Mm. is in it. Like brunette oh, Kim Cattrall playing like hoity-toity wife of Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. So I'm excited to go cool. back. I'm excited to watch it. And then I need to finish Deceived, which is a real stinker, I have to say. Oh, no. I wanted to know what a serious thriller Goldie Hawn was mm. like. So this movie came out. September 27th 91 and okay it's just it's like one of those things it's like one of those thrillers like where really quick like within the first 10 minutes she's like meeting like the love of her life and cut to five years later and they have a five-year-old kid who was this really annoying girl who like every time she's on camera you think that she's gonna be like trying to sell you orange juice like just one of those Mm -hmm. like 90s commercial actor kids you know who's gonna be like it's great and i'm not even gonna get into the whole plot of it but like husband dies after some shady going ons 
she is suspicious before he dies then he dies and she tries to collect all of the things that you collect when a spouse dies and he was using somebody else's social security card or number the whole time so it turns out that he had deceived her and he was not who he said he was so then she's trying to figure out who he was and the whole time there's like this like what is the scary mystery of the stolen egyptian artifacts kind of thing which is the other part of the storyline that i'm not even going to get into but Mm. all of that being said goldie hawn might as well have been melanie griffith in this movie or meryl (laughs) streep or kim cattrall or meg ryan or Julia Roberts oh, or another one. like anybody like it could have been anybody like it didn't need yeah. to be Goldie Hawn. She was just playing a regular ass woman who like did art restoration in New York City in the 90s, which I don't know. That seems like such a job for a woman in the 90s in a movie, mm. you know. That's cool. Um, I like that. You definitely wanted her to be able to afford clothes because there are lots of clothes in it. Lots of outfits. Oh, okay. Um, A wardrobe movie. Yeah. Very much like the same hair silhouette throughout the whole thing. And Mm. um, so very much how Sigourney Weaver pulls off the comedic role, which is not typical of her in Working Girl. Like, this is not, yeah, not Goldie Hawn. She's not doing it? Yeah, she's not being Goldie Hawn. You know what I mean? Like, she's a character actor, so she is best utilized in that way, you know? Like, comedy, you know? Like, you're the carpenter. I might not know who I am, but I'm sure I have a lawyer. Like, I don't, yeah. (laughs) Give her the yeah. comedy gold. E. I mean, I on. watched Cactus Flower, and she was so funny uh-huh. in that movie. That movie is so weird. Uh huh. And on so a stage funny, play. and like, yeah, and it's that the director is, um, what's his name? But he's not. He didn't. Gene he Sachs. wasn't really a film director. Gene Sachs. He wasn't really a film director. He was more of like a Broadway guy. Yeah, I think that's why it's weird because it was. It was. I, I love when uh, uh, a film is based on a play and that is apparent. Like it feels like you're, it feels like you're watching a play almost. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like the, 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 uh, the stage is not disconnected from the, the film elements. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the everything feels a bit like a yeah. set. Yep. Yeah. And also, yeah. Yeah. Very flat, like almost like silent film actually Mm -hmm. you know like i love her apartment i loved all the design like all the sets were so cool but it is very like they're not doing like wild camera movements like it's not experimental that way but no she was uh nominated for uh, an oscar no one one oh yeah one but supporting supporting. but i'm like how is this a supporting role i never know how they make the designation between supporting and it's like just seems like whatever they want to t- do but i mean i just really can only say one thing about that and it's like who gives a shit you know what i mean it's like they gave best supporting sure. 
awards to like I don't know Judy Dench and she had like 45 seconds of screen time in some movie oh yeah you can barely be in it and get nominated yeah, for totally. supporting but then there are like that's like a beefy ass supporting role if we're trying to make that argument but it's interesting when people get nominated extra. for oh yeah <laughs> when people get nominated for comedies which so uh, Melanie Griffith was nominated for an Oscar for Working Girl oh yeah which like I feel like that would that happen now? I feel like it wouldn't. Like that's like a comedic role. Like yes, yeah. she has it has heart. Well, Marissa but it's Tomei pretty, like one for my cousin oh, Vinny. For oh, that's right. But see, that I just feel like that wouldn't happen now. Now we're so serious. Oh yeah, we are. We're very very serious. And also, I do not give a shit at all. Oh yeah, I don't care. It used to be fun, but then you grow up and you're like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah, it's total bullshit. I will I will Google best dressed or worst dressed Oscar like after it happens. Oh, and just I be like, oh, the that's a cool dresses dress. in real time. Me and my mom will like send them back and forth to each other. Oh, okay. I yeah. like the dresses. I, I just like to I'm stay. I just like to stay like very vaguely up to date on those kinds of things. I'll look up who won, and I'll be like, cool, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway sorry yep. you watched oh. what Cactus Flower so I watched that and I watched Cactus Flower from Goldie Hawn and then I watched Shampoo oh shit I need to rewatch that oh my god so good that movie is a weird movie I know it's a very big ensemble cast I and everyone's amazing yeah um, and it's an odd film it's like a very strange film like the writing is strange, I felt. Like who wrote that movie? I know I've. So it's Hal Ashby directed. I don't know if he wrote it. Okay. Oh, written by Robert Town and Warren Beatty. Eh, okay. Produced by Warren Beatty. Warren yeah. Beatty loves this movie. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's great in it. He looks awful. His hair. Oh yeah, big can't, and puffy. I can't. Yeah, the hair is out of control he, in that movie. Hot. So many falls. I love all the women's hair, and then. The dude that Goldie Hawn ends up ditching Warren Beatty for, he had nice hair, but Warren Beatty's hair is just like so overblown, 70s goofball. It's not even the 70s yet. It's like late 60s in the movie. So the movie came out, I think, in 74, but it's based. Oh, okay. Or it's supposed to be 68. Okay. 75. But Um, his hair, oof. Yeah. Did you watch any laugh-in clips? I didn't. uh, Well, I guess I did write after we talked about doing this episode but yeah yeah i love it i mean i watched a bunch with you and i really oh yeah i love goldie right. hans like wide-eyed giggly yeah she deal. she's definitely playing dumb that's mm-hmm. like yep. that was like that was her character on laughing but that was the very first that was like what i knew about goldie hawn first it was on when i was a kid like in syndication on like some like UHF station with like, you know, like antenna TV. It was like, it was on the same channel that Elvira came on. So, and it was on like in the evenings and you know, my mom, that was like my mom's jam. She was like into laughing. So we would watch laughing and that was the first time I saw Goldie Hawn. So I've been familiar with Goldie Hawn since I was like seven. And then cactus flower. I was in high school when I saw that. And it was just like, I caught it from 
the scene where they're in the Guggenheim. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah. And I was like, really, really like, oh my God, like, what am I watching? Like, this visually is incredible. Also, like, they were showing it in widescreen in the Mm. 90s, which is strange because it was on television. And I just remember, like, that was the first time that I got this idea that film could be timeless because oh, sure. I do think that like, while that movie is like sort of like this madcap screwball comedy, and maybe this is like one of the elements of madcap screwball comedies that are good is that like, it does find that in between where you are relating to it on some human level. Cause that movie is about relationships, you know, and like lying and trust and blah, 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 blah. But like, yeah, I, I take back all that. Blah, 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 blah. That was too much. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was the first time that I was like, Oh, this feels very contemporary. This feels like this could be happening now. Oh yeah. Regardless of the clothing, you know what I mean? Like, I felt the same way about All About Eve. There's something about the presentation okay. in of, of those films and the, the, the characterization of those people that just seem human. And they don't mm-hmm. seem like they are in any particular time in their headspace. For me, that's the yeah. I mean, he's a little... Walter Matthau's character is a little retrograde in his beliefs but i think that well, they're sure. like fully aware of that yeah like like i'm not that men aren't now <laughs> right but like he and it does it's like gross you know even right. like in the film it's gross it's not like we're like glorifying him no, no but yeah i really like ingrid bergman's character yeah in it as well i wasn't like i didn't look up anything about it and i, I know i've like almost done this movie for like monday night movie before yeah but uh, I just didn't like clock any of the details. I also and like her as like the his receptionist assistant, whatever she is. Yeah. Um, because she like does the X rays and stuff for his dental practice. Right. She's like the but receptionist like, slash like the hygienist. Yeah, she's so good and she's like very like she takes care of him, but she's like very like straightforward, like not emotional. In particular, and then he's like yeah. got this emotional girlfriend who he's been lying to, in Goldie Hawn's character. Right, he's like so over the top, and like the I love all the record store scenes. Yeah, and there's like a moment where she's up on a ladder, which is very like that movie Girl on a Motorcycle has a similar moment. It's like uh-huh. classic, like up on a ladder, like getting something. It's like the shot of her legs in like this great lime green short outfit like little shorts with like a matching vest with like a wide belt oh yeah i was just like ooh, like everything in this movie is so fun it's like your eye goes everywhere yeah yeah like there's like colors everywhere yeah Um, and did the record stores have rooms where you would go and listen to preview the record that was so cool the listening booth like i want that i mean i never experienced a listening booth but like the other day at work you know, like books, you know, where we sell books and CDs and DVDs. This guy came up and was like, you don't have those things anymore where you can like listen to the CD before you buy it. Hmm. 
And I was oh, like, oh, because they would have it like out in the middle of the aisle, like at yeah. The and I was like, yeah, whatever. you're like, uh, like twenty five years late for that. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do that. But a whole room—that's like magic. A whole room, because you could just—I bet you it—I bet you it became a problem at some point. People just jam. That on Cactus Flower is maybe my favorite movie that I watch. I mean, I love shampoo too, and yeah. I watch. I love so I watched the other. Brian give, De Palma movie that Melanie Griffith's in, which is Body Double. Yeah, give me the which lowdown. came before Bonfire of the Vanities. Yeah, I mean, it's a really cool movie. Okay, it's doing some shit. You know, Brian De Palma. He's like, yeah, he's the thriller, like the '80s thriller king. Right. You know, right. so it's like really fun and exciting, and the killer in it. I won't give everything away, but he kills with a drill, a la Slumber oh, Party Massacre. Yeah. What the right. fuck? I love a driller so it's killer. Like, that must have been an inspiration. Hey, I think your tits are getting bigger. All in a chorus, the girls in the shower. <laughs> Mine? So that, that's a little snip <laughs> that's a little snippet from Slumber Party Massacre. Which I watched with you, enjoyed, and then had nightmares about getting killed with a drill for like a week. So I wonder if I'm going to have body double nightmares. Uh, well, who knows? You it might have you might have gotten it out of your system with Slumber Party Massacre. You know, maybe I really like body double. I like Brian De Palma. It's so it's like just fun. Yeah, fun. sometimes really, and sometimes totally it's very thrilling. offensive. Yeah, well, it, but it's, I'm like, not, all about, yeah, like, this voyeuristic dude who's, like, living in this subletting after his, like, wife cheats on him, like, and he finds her, like, in the act. It's, like, yeah. sneaking up on her to be all cute, and then she's fucking some other dude. He, like, mm-hmm. leaves and he sublets this crazy house that's, like, up in the sky like a UFO. It's fucking nuts. And then he starts peeping. <laughs> Like peeping Tom out on this girl that lives across the way, this babe, uh-huh. and that's like sort of how the movie starts. But Melanie Griffith doesn't show up until the end, and then she's a yeah. like a very successful porno actress. Oh, which um, in Cecil B. Demented, there's a similar, there's a very successful oh, yeah. porn actress in that too. Uh-huh. The gerbil girl, but. Yeah. Yes, the gerbil girl. I love that when I like how that looks when on the screen is her movie and then yeah. you see the movie theater. I yeah. like that sort of vibe. But I really like Body Double. It's a lot of twists and turns and it also has great uh design elements. Is, like great color palette, all of that. Is Nancy Allen in it by chance? Who the hell is that? Do I know um, her? <laughs> I guess you don't. Um, I guess not. She was. <laughs> she was in a lot of Brian De Palma's earlier films. She's in Carrie. She plays like the meanest bitch, the one that like comes oh. up with the pig blood plot. Yeah, it doesn't look like she's in it. Okay, I was just wondering because there's usually sort of another kind of I feel like Brian De Palma will use a big actor or somebody that he has worked with before in like some other sort of main-ish role and then kind of get rid of them but Mm. um, of course I love Carrie and I do actually love Nancy Allen a lot 
Um, she's another one that I grew up watching. She was in RoboCop and Ugh. just a ton of movies. I mean, Carrie, obviously. And then she was also in Blowout. Um, oh, okay. With John Travolta, uh, I like which that I really love Blowout. Um, Blowout, I think, is like, you know, it's like the audio version of Blow Up. Mm-hmm. Except way more a thriller. Blow yeah. Up is like a different kind of movie than Blow Out. But like he catches, he's out, he's, John Travolta plays like a sound recorder. Like he, like he does ADR stuff for like film and he catches mm-hmm. a gunshot um, that blows out the tire of a car that a, some senator is in or something. So it's like he's got this like information, right? Yeah, and Nancy Allen is like, uh, she is like the call girl with a heart of gold. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So Melanie Griffith yeah. is kind of like, I would say, his his like almost like his replacement his blonde ingenue okay for that time period that's 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 where i was going with this is that like yeah uh you know it's like it's pretty it's you know it's very speculated all the time that or just sort of reference that brian de palmer rips off a lot of people especially alfred hitchcock and alfred hitchcock well yeah always had like an it girl so yeah and loved blondes um yeah and then tippy hedron so it's like it's yeah. no wonder that brian de palma fucked with melanie griffith why not but i yeah. think that body double like everyone loved body double and like loved her in it it was like good really good for her career and i think people did not like bonfire of the vanities okay but i would still like to watch it i'm excited who, who to watch people, it for you know? the 80s opulence of it all yeah it came out in the 90s body double but i think it takes place in the 80s or maybe it doesn't fuck if i know who cares there's just a lot of gold gold so far gold um decor yeah i like that brian de palma aesthetic it's fun to watch yeah and also shampoo is like set in Hollywood as well. So I watched like a lot of Hollywood type movies. Um, yeah. This week. Which was fun. Hollywood. I like that shit. And L.A. What are you going to do? So uh, who do you like better? Goldie, Goldie or Melanie? Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever... I mean, there's... She's just... I think that... I honestly think that, like, there are more people who are familiar with Goldie Hawn. I think that she Mm. was a much bigger star than Melanie Griffith. She had... Okay. She had so many movies coming out in the 80s, you know? Like, Private Benjamin. Oh, Yeah. Another weird Which one. I didn't watch, but I have seen it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's another one of those ones that I need to watch. It just goes on these weird turns. 
the story just goes to these weird places um, that confused me the first time I watched it all the way through. So it's one of those ones that I'd like to rewatch. Um, yeah. But I would rewatch Goldie Hawn for sure. Overboard is <laughs> like the first time I saw Overboard, which actually. I had never seen Overboard all the way through until, like, about 10 years ago. Mm. And it was like, I sat down. I watched it recently. Yeah. I sat down and I, like, watched Overboard. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, when she, like, like... The enter Goldie Hawn moment when she's wearing that like high cut one piece. Oh, says the red and white with the sunglasses. Is that her first look? I think it's just white, but she's wearing those nutty sunglasses and she does the where's the you're the carpenter line. Like I literally I mean, maybe it's because I was a stoner at the time, but I literally was rolling on the ground. Yeah. And I was for like the first 45 minutes of that movie. I think that the first like 45 minutes of that movie are incredibly hilarious and very genius moments. But then oh, it yeah, gets then it gets too sappy. Yeah. Then it they, turns I into like just... a family comedy. Yeah. Which is Great everything looks. that Cecil B demented is against. Yeah, sure. I'm a short, They tried to remake that slut. Overbird, and I was like, are you kidding me? That's insane. And yeah, it's and like, they switched it's, the roles. And who could be... A, it's like a fucking weird premise. So yeah. it's like, you don't need to do that again. Like, don't right. be married to that weirdo premise. Right. But, and it's like, it was her and her dude. It was like her and Kurt Russell, like her real life right. dude. So it's like, there's like the fun of that. Sure, but it is a really fucked up. It is a really fucked up situation. Like, if we're talking real life, like he did kidnap her. Yeah, no, you're not allowed to do that. No, you're not allowed to do that. No, I love that. I love the amnesia of that movie because she only forgets who she is, but she doesn't lose any of her character traits. Right. You know, it's, it's like there are Is those, that how it works? There are those amnesia movies where somebody gets bonked on the head and then they're just like a clean slate. Like they don't know mm-hmm. anything about who they were. Right. No. But she knows not the premise. that she does not know how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, this feels yeah. so unfamiliar. Like this just does not feel right. And I love that yeah. about it. That's what I think is amazing about those moments. That's a good movie. You know yeah, what? About that. If we're talking minutes. about the comparison of Goldie and Melanie, I could yeah. totally see Melanie Griffith in that role. Sure. They would have cast her if it yeah. was ten years later. It would have been her. Yeah. She could have totally pulled that off. That's like yeah. up her alley for sure. She has Goldie's more. Uh, the when you said character actor, I was like, that makes sense because it's like yeah. Melanie. I think it's like a little bit more her yeah. in it always. It's like we love her. She's like America's sweetheart 
yeah type actress right it's like i feel like that's maybe what she was trying to break away in like why would she do a john waters movie and that cecil be demented why would she pick that right but it is like that's like more of a weirdo character yeah which she does get weird i feel like she will get weird but there's always like a lot of her in there right and i think goldie gets more she takes on you know she's taken turns yeah she's not like that straight ahead about things yeah she, she won't be deceived and neither of them work anymore <laughs> <laughs> it's true they're um, both like we made enough money goodbye bye bye um so i was when i was when i was thinking about what to watch um i had just gotten a copy on dvd of what's up doc with Barbara Streisand yeah and I love that movie it's Peter Bogdanovich and um unlike Cactus Flower it does have really amazing shots it is very composed yeah and I thought to myself like ooh, like a triple feature that would be great triple feature everyone that's like five to six hours of film watching I just watched uh, four movies in a row today. I did oh Melanie, Goldie, or Goldie, Melanie, Goldie, Melanie. And it was great. Damn, that sounds great. But like you yeah. could do Cactus Flower from the 60s, late 60s. You could do um, What's Up Doc from the 70s. And then you could do Something Wild from the 80s. Oh, Yeah. That does um, sound great. And those Something are all wild. Madcap. Crazy shit happens yeah. in all of them. Yeah. The dentist. Totally. It's the best dance. Bring back the dentist. Melanie Griffith is Goldie Hawn 10 years later. She's like a little bit oddly edgier, I feel, than Goldie sort of is. Yeah. Goldie's I a just... little bit more wide eyed. She's weirder, but she like yeah. Melanie like she's naked in a lot of movies. I okay. forgot that about her, because she has this tattoo on her butt. Yeah, it says and Don I Johnson have seen forever. It now twice in a few weeks. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's weird. <laughs> it's like they obviously changed it in Body Double <laughs> to like be like a Christmas, like a like holly, like okay. a little like holly leaf. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's not what it was in Something Wild when I also saw her butt. And I'm like, what was? Now I can't remember. Yeah. I'll have to like go back and look at the screenshots. Yeah. Oh, you know what other movie that um, I was, I loved uh, when I got uh, whatever the Columbia House VHS club was? Because I was in all of those clubs. Mm-hmm. 12 CDs oh, for a damn. penny. I did the tapes and then I did the CDs. Because tapes were so over. And then I did the VHS move, the the video tapes. And I had a huge video library. And one of the ones that I got was House Sitter with Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn. And Goldie Hawn. Yeah, she did a few Steve Martin movies. They're similar to me. Yeah, totally. She plays a con artist in House Sitter. And, oh, man, hold on a second. 
what we were just talking about something where oh okay yeah very much like cactus flower where um you know ingrid Berg, bergman is is posing as uh walter Matthau's wife in this yeah. sort of manipulative plot uh same thing in house sitter where goldie hawn ends up posing as steve martin's wife uh, oh, okay. And it's, I don't know, I haven't seen it in a while, so it could be terrible, but yeah, that shit was funny. Okay. <laughs> I love Steve Martin, if and they have like a kind see, of zany, yeah. zany but regular yeah. personas. This is like Goldie Hawn in the 90s wearing high-waisted jeans with a white tank top Goldie Hawn cute yeah she's so cute yeah oh my god i all of cactus flower is just like jesus she's so cute and she's yeah. super cute in shampoo too that great scene, hair that's like scene where she where she like very endearingly cries in the record store oh yeah oh when my she sees god. the children yes yeah that's the best <laughs> Yep, it's, I screenshot the shit out of that. That is flawless. That character yeah. is great. I love that character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way, it, the whole movie, the way it opens where she like... Uh, puts her head, tries to put her Survives head in her own suicide attempt. It's yeah. like from out the gate, you're just like, who is this woman? Yeah, totally. She's wild. Who's this woman in these fuzzy slippers? Oh. Oh my god, all her looks are those crazy fuzzy slippers. And it, yeah. she just has like the best lines and the best looks. And it's She's got a really jamming, really jamming soundtrack. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. fun. There's mm-hmm. dancing. Ingrid Bergman dancing yep. in the cool dress. Yeah. She does Oof. the den- she does yep. the dentist. Yeah. She make she makes up that dance uh. called the dentist. Yeah. It's cute. Super cute. What else about these ladies? Anything else about Goldie and Melanie that you got to get off your chest? Goldie who and Melanie what? Oh, yeah. Um. (laughs) We redeemed ourselves. I watched so many movies. Yeah. Now you'll never forget. I don't have anything else. Never forget. Cool. I recommend that triple feature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No that triple feature sounds baller. Um, and yep, I'm Paul. You're Paul. And you're at, you don't want to go in there on Instagram. That's right. Caroline. Yep. Who is at womanhood on Instagram. Yeah. And we're, this is release and we're release underscore pod on Instagram and also release dot pictures on the internet where you can see all the upcoming movies that we'll be covering go watch them have fun if you're in tucson try to rent them from casa video sure or go see them in the movie theater if they just so happen to be playing but i doubt it but good luck with that oh my god that would be fun (laughs) triple feature in the movie theater with barbara and melanie and goldie damn cute dynamic all right well well talk to you soon guys bye bye bye